0: Good morning and welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. It almost seems too simple, but listen to this. Experts say that chewing gum can actually reduce tension. Why? Well, when we're stressed, we often clench our jaw, but the act of chewing can reduce that tension. That's according to the American Institute of Stress. And during this Mental Health Awareness Month, it's a good time for us to focus on reducing tension and stress in our lives. Chewing also releases the hormone serotonin, which helps us feel more alert. In a study from St. Lawrence University, students who chewed gum during a test scored higher than usual. It's believed that the chewing motion gets the blood flowing to our head. Who knew acing a test could be that easy? If I only knew that back in college. Lots more coming up today on Living Well with Robin Stoloff on Light 96.9. By now, most of us have heard about the importance of omega-3 fatty acids for a healthy lifestyle. So what's so good about them? Well, omega-3s may reduce inflammation, improve heart health, and lower the risk of stroke and other chronic diseases. While it varies from person to person, even small amounts of omega-3s have been shown to have a number of health benefits. And it's really pretty simple. There's no need to overhaul your entire diet to add omega-3 fatty acids. You can get omega-3s from all kinds of sources, including fish, nuts, and seeds. Add a handful of nuts or seeds to your daily diet. Or plan a lean fish dinner a few days a week. Fatty fish, such as sardines, mackerel, herring, and salmon are some of the best. But be sure to get wild and not farm-raised. Fish oil supplements are also a viable option. Regardless of the method, it only takes a few small tweaks to get your daily recommended amount of omega 3 fatty acids. Living well on Light 96.9. We know that sleep is great for our health and overall well being, but did you know that it also helps us to lose weight? Here with more is corporate dietitian from NutriSystem, Courtney McCormick. So, Courtney, how does sleep affect our weight?
1: Yeah, So we know that if we're not getting adequate sleep, it has lots of different impacts on our body. And one of those impacts that it can have is it can actually spike our hunger. And this is because if we're sleep deprived, our body actually has an imbalance in those hunger hormones. And so we start to feel hungrier and less satiated throughout the day if we're not getting enough sleep.
0: So it has to do with our hunger sensation, but also when you're tired, don't you just tend to pick a little bit more?
1: You do. You know, there's also more opportunity to pick too, right? Because you're not sleeping. So if you're up late at night, especially for those people that find that they might be those late night snackers, there's more opportunity to choose foods. And then also when we're sleep deprived, we also go for those foods that we just intuitively know are going to give us that quick energy. The problem with that is those foods are often those foods that are also really high in calories, high in fat and high in added sugars.
0: Yeah, nobody really is craving carrots or broccoli, right? (laughs) Unfortunately. So what's the solution to this? Do we just try to cut down during the day, try to get to bed earlier? How can, how can we make a change?
1: Yeah, I think the important thing is, is just to be mindful of how important sleep is. We know when we think about weight management, we think about our diet, we think about our physical activity, but we often overlook the importance of sleep. So really just making sure that we get the right amount of sleep. And for adults, the recommendation is to be getting anywhere between seven to nine hours of sleep each night.
0: So important for every aspect of our health, but especially if we are trying to maintain a healthy weight. Another reason to get a good night's sleep. Thanks so much for joining us. Nutrisystem corporate dietitian Courtney McCormick. And you are living well on Light 96.9. Household chores are part of life, but they're not always great for our relationship. One partner might feel as if he or she is carrying more of the load than the other. And that's where resentment comes in. There are stereotypical chores. The man takes out the trash, the woman does the laundry, but we don't have to follow any of the norms unless they work for us. When I first got married, someone told me, don't do anything in the beginning that you don't want to do the rest of your life. Very good advice, very true. Once it becomes your job, it stays your job. In the beginning of most relationships, it takes a little while to figure out who does what. In our case, we've been together so long, we've kind of got it down. When it comes to cooking, my husband does most of the grilling and I do most of the cooking indoors. And the rule is, if you cook, the other one cleans. If we cook together, we both clean. Chore sharing is an important part of a healthy relationship and it's important to establish the boundaries up front. But if that chip has sailed and you feel you're doing more than your share, calmly explain how you feel to your partner and discuss a chore schedule that works for both of you. We've got some creative solutions to help you divvy up four of the most common chores at WFPG.com or just click health on the drop down of our app. Living well on like ninety six point nine. We all feel aches and pains from time to time, and that's why it's important to keep our body flexible and strong. Joining me now is practitioner of active, isolated stretching, coaching the body, and personal fitness trainer, Bernardo Bravo, owner of Bravo Core Fitness in Margate. Thank you so much for joining us. I have done this with you for several months now, and it really makes a difference. Explain what you do.
2: Yes. uh, Thank you for the opportunity to be here. I'm a personal trainer first and a coach. And I realized how how much pain people are experiencing. So my teacher believes coaching the body 70% of pain is from muscles. So that I have dedicated my life to explore trigger points in the body to be able to release and get a better range of motion and take people out of pain.
0: You use a lot of different tools. Explain the importance of that.
2: Yes, so um, stretching, which is lengthening, it will show me the lack of range of motion. So then when I identify the group of muscles, I'm going to use either uh, electrical point stimulator or I will use uh, cupping or I will use vibrational percussion, distraction to have the nervous system release this stronghold of these uh, tight spots.
0: And you work with athletes and just regular everyday people, right?
2: Yes. We have done a few of the running backs from the Eagles.
0: Well, if it can work for Eagles running backs, it can work for us. It does make you feel better and looser. I have issues with my knees and with my back. And this really helps. Where can people get more information?
2: Bravo Core Fitness is our website. And our phone number is 215-237-6718.
0: And again, the website is bravocorefitness.com. Thanks so much, Bernardo Bravo of Bravo Core Fitness in Moorgate. And you are living well on Light 96.9. Household chores are part of life, but they're not always great for our relationship. One partner might feel as if he or she is carrying more of the load than the other. And that's where resentment comes in. There are stereotypical chores. The man takes out the trash, the woman does the laundry, but we don't have to follow any of the norms unless they work for us. When I first got married, someone told me, don't do anything in the beginning that you don't want to do the rest of your life. Very good advice. Very true. Once it becomes your job, it stays your job. In the beginning of most relationships, it takes a little while to figure out who does what. In our case, we've been together so long, we've kind of got it down. When it comes to cooking, my husband does most of the grilling and I do most of the cooking indoors. And the rule is, if you cook, the other one cleans. If we cook together, we both clean. Chore sharing is an important part of a healthy relationship, and it's important to establish the boundaries up front. But if that chip has sailed and you feel you're doing more than your share, calmly explain how you feel to your partner and discuss a chore schedule that works for both of you. We've got some creative solutions to help you divvy up four of the most common chores at WFPG.com or just click health on the drop down of our app. Living well on like 96.9. Protein bars are promoted as healthy snacks, but many of them are high in sugar and calories. One solution, make them yourself. You can control the ingredients and tailor them to your specific goals. For example, if you're trying to increase your intake of healthy fats, you can add nuts or seeds. Or if you're trying to cut down on sugar, you can use sugar-free protein powder. If you'd like a little bit more protein in your diet, you can add some more of that. By making protein bars yourself at home, you can avoid all the unhealthy additives and fillers of bars bought at the store. Add everything you want and need and nothing you don't. To get you started, we have some tasty and nutritious protein bar recipes on our health page at WFPG.com or just click health on the drop-down of our app. Living Well on 96.9. We have an epidemic of loneliness and isolation. That's a direct quote from the U.S. Surgeon General, Dr. Vivek Murthy, in a mental health advisory released this past week. In recent years, one in two adults, that's half, report feeling lonely. And that was before the pandemic. Research shows that loneliness and isolation are linked to sleep problems, inflammation, and immune changes in younger adults. In older people, they're tied to insomnia, depression, anxiety, and a shorter lifespan. And in people of all ages, loneliness and isolation may be associated with higher risks of heart disease, stroke, diabetes, addiction, self-harm, and dementia. Dr. Vivek suggests a national strategy to advance social connection. And this highlights several pillars of action for institutions, schools, workplaces, individuals, and families. The goal is to create a culture of connection and cultivate values of kindness, respect, service, and commitment to one another. That's always a good thing. The advisory also recommends taking time out of each day to connect with a friend or family member, practice service and gratitude, and reduce actions that lead to disconnection, such as harmful social media use or time spent in unhealthy relationships. During this Mental Health Awareness Month, this couldn't come at a better time. See the Surgeon General's report at WFPG.com or just click Health on the drop-down of our app. And that wraps it up for me today. Thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to check out my podcast wherever you listen, or if you prefer to watch the video, you can go to my YouTube channel, Living Well with Robin Stoloff. I interview medical experts and people from various backgrounds who give us greater insight on how to live a better, healthier life. And in my other episodes, I do a compilation of this show. So all the interviews and all the segments are together in one easy to listen to podcast. And follow me on Facebook and Instagram for bite-sized tips to help you learn more and live better. So glad you could be with me today for Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Join me again next Sunday morning at 10. Until then, keep living well.